Hi, uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Two Truths and a Lie on the Handshake Media Network. I'm your host, Uppy Chatterjee, and I'm so excited for this week's guest. I've got the lovely Montaigne. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what now? No one can see this, but I can see this. You've got a lovely moon boot on. What's happened? Um, What's happened, my dear? Uh, I intentionally injured myself so I could wear this lovely moon to boot. To add to your fit. Yeah, exactly. The high fashion just increased once it uh, uh, was bequeathed upon my foot. Let no, it be I, known um, that you're wearing like one heel and one moon boot. <laughs> I just love the yeah, dedication. I'm, I'm persisting through uh, normalcy trying with this boot. Um, I fell off a bouldering wall from quite a fair height, maybe four metres, and oh. landed on the twist of my ankle. Um, it was... It was bad, but I'm taking it in my stride, literally. <laughs> yeah. You literally are. Yes. Um, no broke, no brokes, no, no, break. no breaks, no fractures. It was just the physio said third, third grade ligament tear. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be out of it soon? Or will you be rocking like it on tour? three more weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'd boot for a few more weeks and probably won't be able to be as active as I was for another like four, uh, mm. five ish weeks six weeks you should be good by tour then November. by tour for sure mm. hopefully um <laughs> is it heavy it looks kind of heavy not really no it's oh. mostly air i think <laughs> yeah like the like a bag of chips it kind of is that the cushion it's supposed to cushion the oh. impact when you land on it so it's very comfortable why don't they make moon boots filled with water like so it's like water therapy for your foot. I guess it, maybe water would be more expensive. <laughs> or have, that would be heavy. Also yeah, that would be heavy. Also yeah. leak everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing with air is it's free <laughs> and, and and a renewable resource and uh, and so light. Yeah. Must be a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now that we've gotten to the bottom of these moon boots. Yes. Um. How are you feeling about everything? Your album is coming out soon, Complex. Yes. Uh, I feel good. Yeah? I feel relaxed. Mm. Maybe too relaxed. That's, in that's this. good though. Yeah, no, it is good. It is good. Um, it is, it's just at the point now where I am so content with where I am that my mind is looking for problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a good problem to have, Yeah, it is a very good problem to have. It is, yeah, the problem is a problem though. Because it's like, why can't I just enjoy this moment? I'm trying to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. You sound like you're at peace with it. It's been a few yeah. years between drinks for you, huh? Three years yeah. since I released the first album. Yeah. Are you the type of person that like writes consistently or like you yeah. took a break and then? No, 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 no. Just write forever. What actually gets sort of recorded and, mm. and put it uh, uh, given the sort of full treatment mm. is, um, I mean, I write by myself in my home or well, wherever by myself, like all the time, mm. but like actually, you know, doing co-writes and stuff that didn't happen until maybe like a year after the album was released because, you know, you're doing everything else like touring mm. and interviews and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, I don't really stop writing. Nice. Um, and at what point did you write ready? That one's got such a big feel, very theatrical. Mm, that was December last year. So oh, so that's pretty recent. That was very recent. It was the latest mm. track written because um, it wasn't supposed to be for me. It was just I was at a song right oh, yeah. and I was writing for another artist. And by the end of the session, we were really stoked with the song we'd written. 
and my I sent it to my management and I was like, I did this for Elliot and he was like, sure, you don't <laughs> want it? And I was like, hmm, don't know. eventually he sort of talked me around and yeah. um, and I put my vocal on it and with Elliot's permission, she was like, actually, I thought the song was better for you. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so it was kind of meant to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Stars That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're here for Two Truths and a Lie. So... Um, I know you've got some stories up your sleeve and mm. I love them already. <laughs> so what's your first truth? Uh, I guess I'll start in chronological order. So my first truth is when I was 12, I was deeply enamored with a video game called Kingdom Hearts. Mm. I actually started with Kingdom Hearts 2. I didn't even touch Kingdom Hearts 1 for ages. Like Kingdom Hearts 2 was when I started. What happened was I saw... I was into anime at the time mm. as well. So I was just on YouTube, you know, in its early days looking for like anime. They call them AMVs, which means anime music videos. Right. Like looking for AMVs. I don't remember that people make. Yeah, people make them. So people take cutscenes or like scenes from animes or yeah. video game cutscenes and put it to music. Just make, make their own music yeah. videos out of these shows and these games. And so then, nerdy. I love it. Oh, it's very nerdy. <laughs> and um, I remember seeing like the screen cap for like a Kingdom Hearts one being like that looks fascinating mm. I love the animation style and I clicked on it and I was like oh my god is there something Disney to do with it yes 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 it's like Mickey Mouse right yeah <laughs> yeah I thought so because like I remember someone at year 12 muck up dressed up as is it Sora, Sora? did you say cool. with the, the yeah. key yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Key, yeah so I clicked on the thing and I was just so taken by it it just felt so magical to me and um I really loved the song too and I started I was just starting to watch like the walkthrough gameplay videos of this <laughs> yeah. game and I was like to my parents like I have to, I have to have this game like I have to play what were it. you playing it on the computer PS2 yeah yeah oh PS2 um so and my parents, my parents uh, didn't love the fact that I played video games. They'd rather that I like go outside and play, you know, totally. like, be active. Mm. But they were also, they made a lot of concessions for me and my sister growing up. And like, they obviously could tell I loved it. And they were like, if you do enough chores, because <laughs> the game was $100 at the, mo- at the oh, time. Oh, that's expensive. It was retailing that much. And yeah, for my family, it was flipping heaps even now man if my yeah. kid was like i want a hundred dollar <laughs> game i'm like, gonna play game, that yeah. for four minutes yeah 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 <laughs> um but so i just did all these chores and then one day we did the victorious <laughs> visit to eb games <laughs> and like grabbed it and the stupid thing is like literally two weeks it had been like the the prize had been discounted to like 60 dollars or something but um Bought this game and it just became my whole freaking life. Yeah. Like I would just – I wasn't allowed to play video games during school days either. It was mm. only on weekends. Actually, even only on holidays basically. Wow. Um, so I would like get up at like five in the morning and like sneak <laughs> Gotta downstairs. Gotta pack the most out of my yeah, day. <laughs> like sneak downstairs, turn on the TV, like play the game with like one dB of volume and, <laughs> um, and, then, and then like – you know, after whenever it seemed like the right time, like sneak back upstairs, pretend I was sleeping the whole time oh and then my God. mom would make me wake me up. But so I used to do that. I was so obsessed with it. And I also just like, there's also this website called DeviantArt. I don't know. Oh you know my DeviantArt. God. Do I know <laughs> <Yeah>. DeviantArt? <laughs> it's uh. still kicking. Um, but is, so it, I, is it still kicking? I'm pretty sure it's still around. I haven't been on it recently, uh, but I'm neither. pretty sure I remember seeing something. Yeah. Um, but so I started creating accounts on that and it was just like reading fan fiction and like <laughs> looking up fan art and stuff like that. That was like one of my, that was like my early day of, um, 
early days of shipping. Like I yeah. really loved Axel and Roxas, who were these two best friends. Oh my god! Uh, in the video game, you were the I original also, stands. Yeah, before yeah, yeah, was a yeah thing. for sure. And um, like I tried to teach myself Japanese because I was just became so enamored of Japan because of the game developers Japanese and yeah. um, also just Japanese storytelling is very interesting to me. Um, I think they have like a an excellent uh penchant for like magical realism mm. and just like fantasy in general and just like making very everything very over the top and like confusing and dramatic yeah and, and mm. i really i loved that from an early age and that sort of extended to my adult life with like haruki murakami for example yeah like, i love him his books are great but so i had only one other friend in my primary school who was into it yeah and we so i was in a class of 21 boys and nine girls Fuck. and the nine girl we nine girls were like the most ethnically diverse in the school like everyone else was yeah. sporty and white and we were like the the nerdy yeah. ethnic ones so <laughs> the nerdy other ones <laughs> yeah, the nerdy others um so we just ended up all becoming like best friends yeah um and we'd hang out like at, at recess and lunch every day and only me and this one other friend got into it and all of them fucking hated it like all the of them other were seven. so annoyed we had like our secret little world and we we just like yeah speak to each other in these like in this weird language of the video game and yeah. like we made our email addresses like mine was kingdom key dash underscore dash sora and can i say <laughs> like dash underscore dash as in like that moody face you know? dash underscore, underscore oh, of course yeah, yeah. Like deliberately the, like oh that God. moody face at hotmail.com and i created like a um uh, like a YouTube persona called Cezalia XX. That's so still up there. S, yeah, it is. You can look it up. It's S A X E I L I A, and it was supposed to be like an anagram because there's characters in the video game called the Nobodies whose names are just anagrams of their original right. person names added with an X. Mm-hmm. So like Axel was Lee, and now oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah. So mine was Lee I don't even fucking remember what mine my original name was on my yeah. thing. But I mean, you'd have to un anagram it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and so I started making I started making these AMVs. Like I started downloading cutscenes, figured out where to download cutscenes for the Kingdom Hearts game. Like started on Windows. What was it? Windows Media Movie Player, Maker, yeah, Movie something Maker. like that or whatever. <laughs> it's the shittest program of all time. Oh so I'm putting things together in that. One of my first videos was Your Guardian Angel by Red, Red Junction. <laughs> to oh, this God. day, 26,000 views on that Fuck video. Yeah. It did very well. It was the best video. Classic. It was, honestly, the worst. It's the worst. It's like a very poorly edited 12-year-old did this like video. But I think. But that just- aesthetic's like coming back. You could do it ironically as your music video. People be like, they spent thousands on this. Totally. Um, but and then so. I just sort of put music to whatever I was really into at the time. And I got really into tattoo at the time, like really into tattoo. Yeah. All the things she said, <laughs> not going to get, I did. I think I maybe did loves me not maybe go men aside, mm-hmm. like did all this stuff, some Lincoln park ones, breaking Fuck, the habit, yeah. did a lot of the Lord of the Rings songs, <laughs> Pippin song, Arwen song, Lothorian. Um, yeah. And you do like a storyline in the yeah. music video, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like Loves Me Not by Tattoo was kind of like about like Roxas and Axel and how like there was like this conflict and like are they gay? But then there's like these other people involved and like Roxas is like, who am I? Anyway, so <laughs> I was – and just like looking at the comments and the captions that I left on that, you're just like – I know it's so cringe full full 12 year old I know just like oh my god um oh yeah so you're like year seven 
Oh, right? I was year six at the year time. Six, but okay. then I kept the the account, didn't make many Kingdom Hearts music videos in high school, but I added one to that account called um, a video called Twilight Personal Soundtrack. And it what was. What does that mean? There's a phone ringing. Uh-oh. D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. That's gone. Sad. It's yeah. gone. Um, so. It's called Twilight Personal Soundtrack and it was basically a video with images and lyrics to songs I felt should have been synced to the Twilight (laughs) movie. Because I think the Twilight soundtracks are very good. They're banging. But I had visions in my head of like what they should be. I had explanations like of what they should be. And the font too, I think I used like the Twilight font or the Kingdom Hearts font Mm. or something like that. Like I found this font I downloaded to put it. It looks so shit. But it like Breathe Me by Sia is on there. Um... There's a song, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I think it's an Owl City song. It's the one that's like, cheer up and dry your damp eyes. And oh, tell yeah, me yeah, yeah. It rain. Yep. Oh, rain. shoot. That's not Fireflies. That's someone else. No, 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 no. It's a different one. Yeah. It's like a more niche one. Yeah. But that's very embarrassing. <laughs> I, yeah. But, oh, I also wrote Twilight fan fiction on DeviantArt still. It is actually the funniest shit I've ever read in my entire life. You like, read it recently? I read it a few months ago. Yeah. I re- I remembered that I'd done it and then revisited it and I was like, this is hot garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> just complete and utter shit. But it's really funny. It's – I – totally like get the person you were at 12 because I was that too like yeah. always creating something and wanting to like be part of a world yeah um yeah I, I wasn't very like arty but like I made my own you know website and I had like neopets and I was like oh, something fairy and I spelt fairy with the e's yes. like the fancy way because uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't like basic um <laughs> did you make your shop really nice yes and I collected paint brushes yeah, yeah. <laughs> had the fucking um what is the cute little? I can't remember what it's called now. It's like a little cat-looking thing. Oh yeah, I know. It started with about. a K, maybe, I can't what it's and I painted either. it rainbow. Cool. Um, yeah, totally. Hell yeah. I mean, it's uncool now, but like we were cool back then. Yeah, time I curl forever. I played that game so much. I would just put on like Enya and then play tarmac roll for like two hours. Yeah. It was just the shit. Um, <laughs> well. Good segue, though, about your fan fiction, Twilight. What's yeah, your second so truth? I, the fan fiction phase was long. I mean, when I say fa- – like, I literally, I, I've been reading fan fiction forever. I mean, I haven't really done so in the last, let's say, three years. Mm. But, like, I was – any well into it. fandom thing I got into, I, I read the fan fiction yeah. for it. Um, so where would you go to read the fan fiction? Uh, like, live think, journal? No, I think – well, the, the, in the Kingdom Hearts days, it was DeviantArt. Mm. That's all I knew. And then in uh, year 10, which is where we're heading to now, which is 15, 20, 16, I think it was like, it was like fan fiction done yeah. then. Um, but so <laughs> with 15, 16, I, w- I was introduced to Tumblr. Love Tumblr. I'm mm. a, I was a very diligent, studious student. Yeah. And then year 10, that all went out. Yeah, Tumblr happened. Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, same. I was well into Tumblr as well. <laughs> Totally. Like for the first time in my life, I was like getting B's and C's in school, which was like. Wow. Just spending all your time on Tumblr. Yeah. My mom fucking hated it. Mm. Um, She knew about it? No. 
I don't think she understood. She was like, Jess is step- doing something yeah, online. No, no, no. She, she, under- she knew that my grades were lagging. Mm. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> what are you doing? was like, yeah, achieve the most, please. And mm. I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> dot, 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 dot. But so Tumblr was introduced to my life. I was in this like cute. <laughs> the puppy is looking at us through the window. It is a very good dog. Um. I was in a very cute little friendship group of four people, including myself. Mm-hmm. And there was another girl who would sort of like join us every now and again. She had her own group, but she was close to us and was sort of involved in our whole fandom phase of that year. So the things I was into was Glee and Harry Potter <laughs> because it was the last year Harry Potter media, so far as we knew, would be very active. The yeah. Deathly Hallows Part 2 was coming out. Mm-hmm. So it was like a big The thing. film or the book? the film yeah so it was like you know the last installment of yeah. anything substantially harry potter-ish um and also we discovered star kid potters oh star kid so yeah. like we were watching a very potter musical like we were so deep into it just so obsessed with harry potter um and i on tumblr i was obviously consuming everyone's like art and all the graphics mm-hmm. and gifts that everyone was making and whatnot and I started making my own. I discovered Photoshop. I taught myself how to use it. Tried to make my own shit. Downloading PSDs. Started creating my own PSDs. Look at like, you. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was deep down the rabbit hole and reading fan fiction again. I was. So this is like one of my uh, foibles. Is like I always get really attached to the anti-hero or like misunderstood yep. villain like mm. snape loki credence yep. from like the uh fantastic beasts yep. movies um i'm trying to think of anyone the misunderstood else. misfit kind yeah, of yeah, yeah it's just like like i because i have a bit of a savior complex so i see those characters like and like I will love you. No one else <laughs> like I will love you. I will show you what love is yeah. kind of thing. And so with the uh, Severus Snape, like, whoop, they'll answer it. That's cool. Oh, uh, it's from the door. It's okay, probably um, uh, Lisa. Uh, the, yeah, so when Severus Snape, like, Lily Potter shipping came around, I was like, this is the one for me. Because <laughs> it's like, what more could you, like, Severus Snape, like, sort of very broken like devoted maybe in a little bit of a creepy obsessive way. You don't even way. know at that <laughs> point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but at the time, obviously like as a 15 year old, I'm like, he loved her even after she died. That's Always. true love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Even though he was a massive asshole to, to her. her son. And didn't, yeah. yeah. And to her son too. Yeah. And like. Anyway. And her husband. Yeah, yeah. To everyone. He was just like a big dick. And honestly. He was you know, totally he had, an incel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. But I also understand because, you know, the point of books as well, and I think something J.K. Rowling painted really beautifully is that he had a really traumatic childhood and it was really bad and, like, just, you know, that shit. That's That really kind of carves people's paths. Yeah, painted his story well. Yeah. Yeah, so I I have empathy and sympathy for him. But also, like, I understand now that the dynamic that, was being played out between like with him it wasn't healthy like i can have empathy but yeah. also not like condone yeah. the behavior but yeah. um so started reading like what is it snilly or whatever it's also the worst i haven't name. read this snilly fan fiction fan fiction it was a snake lily fan fiction <laughs> Um, and I, cause all the fan fiction I was reading, I wasn't satisfied with because it was like, so there's a lot of snilly out there. I think so. Yeah. From memory. Um, I was, uh, 
I wasn't satisfied with the narratives I was reading from people and some of the some a lot of fan fiction writing is just fucking shit. Yeah. And I as a 15-year-old who thought, <laughs> yeah, I I'm a good writer, um was like, you know what? I have my own story in my head I can and do I need better. to write it. Mm. And so I started writing a fan fiction about a sort of alternate um, trajectory Snape Lily where instead of Snape just like going deeper into the Death Eater sort of circles mm. after Lily friend breaks up with him, yep. he actually decides, oh, shit, this is a turning point and I actually have to change myself yeah. and like become a better person if I'm going to keep this person around. So it's set like when they're both still like 15 or 16 or whenever that happened and like when she they're outside of the portrait hall and she's like – and he's like just called her mud blood that day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Instead, he's like, you know what? I'm going to prove that I can change, redeem myself and like mm. be different. And that's the whole premise is like the whole arc is just him like trying to convince her that he's like going to recalibrate everything yeah and i don't know how well like i haven't actually read it back like i've read the reviews since and they're very funny but um i haven't read back on like the actual writing of it yeah Yeah. but i don't i don't know how realistic any of it is but like writing like when does that it's fan fiction you know like whatever um but i devoted a lot of my time to that i would write the entire stories like on my ipod touch <laughs> like literally i would sit there t- i could never do that's that anymore tough. like that's yeah like fucking pros on like a yeah. small screen like that's it's stupid but anyway would do that like at 11 p.m like at how nine. many chapters do you write 13 i think that's like a lot that's yeah, like a heaps. short story yeah 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 <laughs> like i was really committed to it um and also because of this whole um sort of obsession i was on a severus snape appreciation group on facebook (laughs) and on it i met a german girl who i became friends with online because she had really great music taste and she introduced me to heaps of my favorite music darwin d's damien rice like she would send each other songs about this uh, that we thought reminded us of like snape and lily and stuff like that and to the so with her because she was a stranger and like didn't technically know her my mom's like very suspicious at all times which is probably good like better safe than sorry but when she got wind that i was mm. talking to the stranger on the internet even mm. though she was a girl like only a couple of years older than me and yeah. seemed legit like yeah. you can kind of tell when someone's not legit yeah um she was like you have you you have to cut ties with her you'll never talk to her again blah blah, blah. and i was like like i listened to my mom so like mm. i just i without like telling her why i just like deleted oh my god facebook yeah and then two years ago i started dating this guy very briefly who um loves germany and lived in berlin for a bit and when we were talking i was like wait a second i just remembered i think i had like a pen pal kind of Mm. thing from germany like years ago fuck what's her name then i remembered her name like yeah i actually so i stopped dating him after like three weeks like it was it was a train wreck um not a train wreck. it wasn't that bad but it fizzled out it was like it was it just wasn't meant to be um and uh she uh so i didn't remember her name while i was Mm. with him while i was hanging out with him 
Um, and like, cause I had the thought in the back of my mind after like six months, I just like woke up and leapt out of bed one day. I was like, it's this. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and I found her on Facebook and I messaged and I was like, hi, I don't know if you remember me, but like we used to chat about like Harry Potter when we were teenagers and I just like remembered you. And I just wanted to let you know that my mom made me like, cut you off because yeah. of stranger danger but i did like i'm sorry i didn't let you know and i hope you're well and yeah. like blah, blah, blah. and now we're back in contact like, no. like she replied she's like of course i remember you like you know blah, blah, blah. and like i don't talk to her on the regular but like we definitely like How check cute. in on each other we're just like sitting honestly there. those internet friends you make are like they're for life yeah totally i do you remember chat roulette yeah, I never went on it. I went it, on. Yeah. What's it like? There was another one that I think I went on. I can't remember what it was. There were a few of There's them. There's a few going around. Yeah. Chat roulette. Yeah, I like met a couple of girls on there from like Wisconsin like <laughs> 10 years ago. And I still have them on Facebook, Insta. And they're like, message me like, happy birthday. Cute. Like, you're so cute. I have another weird Tumblr um, connection where like we bonded over Glee and Harry Potter. Yeah. And I was living in like Castle Hill at the time, mm. Hills District. In My the hood. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I went to Sherbrooke Tech for like uh, a semester. Yeah. But and then left to go to another school. But like I was there for a semester, so I was kind of around. I was around the neighborhood. I knew the neighborhood. I knew people who went there. And this girl that I met on Tumblr, we started talking. We both realized that like we both lived in Cherry Brook. Like she went to Cherry Brook Tech and she was like <laughs> yeah. my age. And like, and so we were like, fuck, we have to hang out. We could be real life. Friends. Yeah. So we like caught up at Castle Towers and like, which is like Towers. It was like the place. I know. Place, the Towers you know? is the cool yeah. place to hang. Yeah. And we caught up there. We got lunch. It was really nice. And then we ended up. Um, I remember Corey Monteith like came to yeah. Sydney and did like a signing near New Year's and we went to that together or whatever. I got my DVD signed by him. He tragically like died Passed like months away, later. Yeah. Um, but like we did all that together and like I don't actually haven't heard from her for ages, but like that was just like, yeah, the internet is a place you can make friends totally. for sure. Like it was who, who have your interests. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter where they're from and you like connect with them anyway. It's yeah, so exactly. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. I'm going to look up your, Smelly Look up your stories. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll review it back. Uh, good, um, good, good, good. <laughs> what's your I last mean. lie? Uh, so my lie, it all ties in again to my adolescence and all these uh, phases I had. So it's not a phase, mom. <laughs> <laughs> when I was that year, like uh, Glee, Harry Potter year, Tumblr, I ha- like I said, I had this small friendship group, us four, um, and we were all sort of sort of into the same things. It was me and this my closest friend especially who were really into Glee and Harry Potter together. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what brought us together. Um, and during the – like we'd become close friends that year. Mm-hmm. In high school I never like really stayed with a group every year. Like I was the kind of person who – like I just lose friends after like a year basically like I just we'd all move on kind Mm -hmm. of thing but this so this year was that sort of group um and it was really nice and uh we got along really well and like of course um me and this person I'll call her I don't use her actual name but I'll call her like um Christine (laughs) let's say Christine Uh, so Christine and I uh what happened was halfway through the year I um, went overseas for like school music tour. So I was mm. in the choir. So we went like That's over cool. to Europe. Yeah, it was really That's cool. Sick. I, to this, I was not grateful enough when I went. <laughs> like I was very disappointed. We went to Bathurst Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun too. I haven't been to Bathurst Zoo. I'm envious. It's fun, no shade, but it's not Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I went to the, 
I went on this tour and and Christine didn't come. Like Christine was at home and the whole time I was just like aching because I was like, I miss her so much and like um uh you know, Wi-Fi was at the time you couldn't just get Wi-Fi no. anywhere, like you yeah. had to like try and source it. So I could barely talk to her as well. And I realized while I was there, I was like, I think I like have feelings for her. Yeah, this isn't maybe. best friend missing her. Yeah, maybe? like I think this is like a bit more than that. And then and then when I got back, I'd realized she was – she'd been hanging out more with this other friend that we had that I'll call uh, Frida. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, like, I was super jealous of the mm. fact that they were hanging out more and it did feel like there was a bit more of, like, a separation a rift, between yeah. – Yeah, and I felt so bad because I was like, oh, now I have these feelings. But also, like – because the thing about me and Christine is, like – we would sort of compare ourselves to like Santana and Britney. And I was like, <laughs> it was like, I was like, is she straight or is she? Yeah. Or what? You know, like I was very, like, I didn't know if I could just come out with it. And then. And is that the first girl you liked? It actually wasn't. I forgot. I feel like I have been into girls for a long time, but I always never in a substantial way in the sense that like when I was literally like four, I kissed a girl like yeah. for a game, but I was like cool with it. And I yeah, was like yeah, into yeah. it. And then when I was in year, like kindergarten, mm. I also had a crush on this girl. I really wouldn't be close yeah. to her, but like that was also immaterial. You don't recognize then, it as like Yeah, that, I was just like, but... oh, I just like, I just really like this person. I want to hang out with her all the time mm. and I want to hold her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's, that's where I was yeah. at. Um, and then... And also just because I was fed the narrative of like, you're into boys. Yeah. Like so I also had crushes on boys and they were the ones yeah. I took seriously because yeah. it was like, that is what I understand to be the standard and, and yeah. the truth. Um, but yeah, so I, and I was reading fucking gay fan fiction all the fucking time. <laughs> like it was de- like, I wasn't not, I was yeah. definitely exploring that part of myself, just not acknowledging how that might actually apply to my own feelings. So mm. this was the first time now that I'd had Glee, Glee showed me the light and was like, yeah. You can be gay. <laughs> you a can, little, yeah. You, you can, can have feelings for a little gay. <laughs> and um, and so yeah, using that as like an analog, I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's let's explore. But I felt like kind of, yeah. I just didn't feel comfortable telling her. Like, I was mm. like, this compromises, this risks so much. Mm. You know, like if I tell her and she's already like floating away from me, and I don't want her to float away from me, like could push her further. Yeah, exactly. And that would suck. And so I was telling like the two other friends in our friendship group about it. Like I was like, look, I gotta be honest. Like I feel this way. And so they had to have my secret and they took it really cool. Like they mm. were really cool about it. Um, but like I could, they were definitely like struggling with like keeping mm. everything together. Keeping the it peace was, almost. Yeah. It wasn't that they were like, um, bursting to tell my secret, but it was just, you know, it is a struggle to tell mm. a secret that is actually really, big like within a friendship group yeah. as well because it's like my behavior towards christine and frida was very much like it wasn't like necessarily rude or mean but it was definitely like hurt like i was yeah i was and i was sort of like getting annoyed when like frida had to be somewhere mm. like with us or something yeah and like whatever so these two other friends just had to like and they they were also dealing with these feelings of like feeling like they didn't matter it was yeah. like i just cared only about, these about two. christine yeah and like they were i was like leaning on them but they weren't getting any support back or like mm. you know and also like one of the <clears throat> friends that year we were kind of mean to like we were very like 
She was like the person we picked on, which sucks. But the thing, we ended up becoming really close friends like the year after. There's one of the girls. Oh, one of the four. Um, Yeah. Like she, like she became maybe my best friend of all those people Mm. like in the ensuing years. But um, yeah, so there was all this like weird friendship politics going around. Everyone was having their own weird hurt feelings. And I was like making myself like the epicenter of it. Like I think Mm. I was being really selfish and just very much like I am suffering with this big controversial like feeling kind of thing, you know, teenagers. Um, Yeah. That's fine. Like I was entitled to feeling like a little bit, like I was in terms of feeling oh, yeah. suffering, like it was hard, you know, Absolutely. dealing with this thing both on like a personal level and like a political level in a sense, you know, like, mm. um, yeah. And just trying to negotiate this stuff, especially going to all girls Catholic school, you know? Oh like, yeah. Um, but so I kept the secret all the way until the end of the year. And by the end of the year, literally the last day of that year of school, yeah. like none of us were talking to each other. Oh, we'd actually, no. st- well, we'd stood in like the middle of like this big courtyard. We'd all convened and we were all like, we're not hanging out next year. Like we'd all agreed, like, we can't do this anymore. Goodbye. That sucks. Yeah, it was really, it was really heavy. Um, and then like a few months later, like into the holidays, probably not even that long. It was probably like a few weeks, maybe less than that. Um, I was like, cause I felt kind of over it. Mm. Like by that time I was just like, Oh, this is just exhausting. Yeah. And obviously she doesn't feel the same way. Um, and, uh, so I texted her mom and I was like, Hey, can I come over? I want to talk to Christine. Cause she'd been avoiding me. Like she yeah. didn't want to talk about what happened. Yeah. And I was like, I need a, surprise her or something and then so I went over and um and we sat in her bedroom and she was like you really thought like my mom tells me everything like of course I knew you were coming around and I was like okay cool (laughs) and then she was like what do you want to talk about and I was just like look I have something to say (laughs) I just wanted to tell you that the reason why I was so weird mm. and jealous and sucked was because I had a crush on you. And then she was like, she kind of just like sat there and looked at me and I was like, okay, okay. okay. Say something, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just like, do you have any questions? And she was like, no. And I was like, do you want to say anything? She was like, no. And she just sat there and looked oh, at me and I was God. like, I was like, well, I guess I'll go then. She was like, yep. And I was like, okay. And they just like left and like felt so weird about it. That's I was just so like, rough. Like, yeah, it was really rough. I was like, mm. and, and never ever did I get feedback about what mm. her perception of that was. Yeah, she just, you're right. She's not the kind of person who talks, like yeah. who talked about these things. So I just like was forever just like left in the dark. And the thing is we ended up reacquainting like mm. the next year, like we kind of got over it and she moved on. She made yeah. new friends and like, you know, went on her way and I went on mine. Um, but it was like, it was like my first serious encounter with like having feelings for someone and then having feelings for someone who was like straight yeah, <laughs> you know? and like not being able to get away from it. Um, and like just trying to confront all of those things within myself. But like, yeah, the lie, the lie of it sucked. Yeah. And that's why now, I mean, I carried myself through high school, not being like, not necessarily being like, I'm straight, but like, I, I never 
denied the fact that I was into girls. Like there yeah. was a group that I eventually found. And one of the people in that group is now to this day, like one of my closest mm. friends and like is my longest time friend. Like I knew her since kindergarten. Wow. Which is funny because kindergarten to year 11, we never hung out, <laughs> barely talked. And then year 11 hit. Big and then blip we, in the timeline. And then we connected over Tumblr. Like she, she's a really beautiful writer. Yeah. Um, and so I'd read her things and I was just like, man, she's cool. And like, we'd have great conversations and she was like the only person I felt understood me. And then yeah. I had a crush on her <laughs> and then she also didn't reciprocate it, but she was like the person who made me feel like it was okay to yeah. be into girls. And yeah. like, um, so like going through high school, I didn't feel like I had to carry a lie. Like I could be mm. that with someone, which is cool. And then when I went into uni, like I just like held it as my truth and I just didn't mm. deny it. And I was like, yeah, I'm bi, yeah. which is really cool. And the thing is, cause I guess I haven't like been attacked for it yet. Not by, oh, I hope you don't, not by people like I have, but not in a way that would make me feel like, I have to hide this. Like, I feel really sorry for people who are like, actually yeah. just have to conceal it for their safety and stuff. But like, it's really hard not being yourself. Like, totally being afraid of Be exhausting being every yeah, day. It's yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. Like I, I say I'm, I don't feel bad for them. I don't want to pity them. I just, if it makes me sad that like, mm. you know, we're still going through all of this, but, um, uh, yeah. I mean, you live and you learn. <laughs> totally. But yeah, that's a rough reaction to you bearing yeah, your heart. I, w- huh? I have at least liked some feedback a little bit. Yeah. But just know. like, I don't feel the same. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Like yeah. literally a bit of that. Yeah. Like I was hoping just a bit of like for a bit of like, yeah, more like, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a something. Yeah. Just a, a little anything something. Anything other than yes and no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? Anyway. Feel for you. Um, Montaigne, thank you so much for bearing oh, your no close stories. That's <laughs> what I do, I guess. No, I love it. It's um can very much relate to the <laughs> very 2005, 2006 story. Oh God, what a time! What a time! The, the golden halcyon, age, the halcyon days, the halcyon days. MSN, Bebo, Bebo. Oh God, Bebo skin. Do you remember oh. High Five? Oh, no, I don't. It was, it was shit, don't worry, okay. but it was high five, like hi5.com. Gotcha. Um, well, good luck with the tour coming up in November and also Complex coming out. Thank you. Thank you again so much. Catch you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Ciao.